0: Five of the top Denver chefs all cooking with similar ingredients for the next five nights. This one better. I'm really excited about uh, being part of the very first night here and and trying to emcee this. Uh, What an honor to be able to team up with the Modern Eater. We've got our good friends here, uh, Brian Freeman, Jay Parker, and Greg Hollenbach. Thank you so much for teaming up with us to share these great stories with all the farmers and growers and breweries and distilleries. So. I'm excited. I'm excited about passing the mic over
1: to you guys. Oh, my. No, please. Craig Jones and Carboy and Logan Street, Angelos. This is fantastic. Craig, I'll tell you what, you are an angel. This is how we survive. This space is beautiful. Everybody, feel good? This well appointed, spacious patio right now. Very nice. You guys are in for a treat. Not only are the best ingredients, Colorado, local, that's the theme, Craig. We are broadcasting live on our platform, The Modern Eater. So beyond your best behavior or not, you choose. But it's going to be coming at you. Everybody have the menu? What do you think of the menu? Well, speaking of the menu, without further ado, here's the man of the night, Chef Corey Baker right here. <laughs> Chef. So good to see you man. Yeah, what's happening? You're happening. Let's turn that microphone up and Hello, on. There he is. There it is. Chef <laughs> Baker. Chef, okay, look, what do we have planned for tonight? We've got a lot of good food coming out. Let's a lot of talk good about food. the menu and then we'll get going.
2: Yeah, um, a lot of good stuff. I mean, I'd made a couple changes on the menu depending on adding a couple things or uh, switching around. So the uh, first beet carpaccio is actually gonna be a tomato carpaccio with a beet uh, chioga golden um, tempura fried. So switch that up, put a little bit of the trout row from the trout on the third course on that as well. Um, And then I'm mixing and adding ingredients into every course that's from the other courses. So it's, you know, it's fun.
1: going to be an incredible menu we're going to roll out for you so here's what happens first of all who's ever been to a dinner from the modern eater anybody here a handful of people okay thank you guys for returning that says something
3: the rest of you are in (laughs) for a treat
1: yes it's going to be cool so local is what we're all about local ranches local agriculture farms brewers distillers winemakers they're all here tonight you're going to hear from a couple of people we'll zoom in Uh, a rancher from Fowler, Colorado. We will also, we have folks here from Hazel Dell Mushrooms. Good to see you guys. Uh, the, The beer and wine and spirits, those guys are gonna talk to us as well. So you're gonna hear from all the local purveyors. We're gonna talk to them. You're gonna hear, you're gonna learn about the food. But that's really what this is all about. We did a summer dinner series. What we do is once a year, we go out on a road trip in spring. 14 days, three middle aged guys pack into a, a car together, come out alive somehow, but we bring back a lot of good goodies and products for you guys. So, summer dinner series over, fall dinner series starting now. Last week, believe it or not, we were on a road trip with the ladies from the Colorado Restaurant Association. So, they toured the state with us, we picked up some great ingredients, we connected back again with farmers, ranchers, restaurateurs. And basically right now is the time where everybody needs to connect, support each other and keep this chain going. Brian?
3: I would take that times 10 because what this is all about is you are able to have a chef's table dinner tonight. Feel free to look at what he's doing, talk to the chef, talk to everybody who's involved. And what Greg said was important about us going around to the farms because Right now, more than ever, the farmer's role is changing a lot with restaurants and restaurants are evolving and figuring out where their space is. And farmers are trying to figure that out as well because they've been used to harvesting certain things and those things are changing. And so it's important, we feel, for us to be able to bring these farmers into a place like this so they can actually meet the chefs that are using their goods that they grow every day and just I mean Corey can tell you we had him on the phone with the microgreen farmer saying, What do you want? How can we make it come true? And that's Emerald Emerald Gardens Microgreens. We've got Jared. local trout. Yeah, local trout. And then why he changed his menu? We gave him the trout and inside of the trout he found roe, And so he's using the roe on this first course, which that is so cool. And so we want to talk about the local producers, local farmers. And highlight them tonight and let you all meet them and get a peek of what these chefs do every single day to try to put the menus together for you
1: all right first course is most important course Brian so well said let's get this first course out the great staff from Logan Street here ready to rock and roll let's grab these plates put them out turn up the music a little bit grab those libations right. some beer some wine some spirits it's all about community it's all about connecting Because we're socially distanced doesn't mean we have to be distanced together as a community. So have fun tonight, ask questions, learn as much as you can, and let's get this going. It's night one with Chef Corey Baker. Fall Dinner Series is on right now. Let's get it going, Chef. All right, Fall Dinner Series. I love it. I feel like we just haven't even stopped. And you're right, James. About let's get everything set before we fumbling around over here. All right, you guys. I am so glad everybody is tuned in on this first night. Chef Corey Baker's. We're looking at this right now. Fall Dinner Series is right. I'm just going to the Facebook page. I want to be able. If people have any questions, want any comments, please comment on the stream. Yeah, please do. First of all, Craig, you're an angel. You are absolute angel. You've done everything you possibly can to get us back going again. Your headset's not on. Try that other headset. Yeah, see if that one. No worries. You guys hang in there with us. And again, night number one. (laughs) There are a couple of little glitches that we're working out with, but no, no problems. Uh, Brian, we have you.
3: Yep. you know, isn't it so funny? We've done these, how many times? This is our third year plus a new dinner. And I just walked up there and I got stage fright. You know, something that we know all the time. I just started tripping over my words, but... uh,
1: I thought you did a great job on the entry. Here it is, a little chilly tonight, but man, I mean, this is what fall is all about, Craig. Absolutely. <laughs> it's gonna, the weather's going to turn a little bit, but outdoors, everybody loves to be outside right now. We're going to keep that drive alive, but fall dinner series and number one, Chef Corey Baker. Let's go over what the lineup is for the week as the dishes are going to come out. and We've got a nice crowd that's joined us right now. Boy. We're going. This is a good one. What do you see? What do you see? Well, the crowd. 35 people oh, staring right, right at you right,
4: <laughs> at you
0: right now. <laughs>
1: and people are anxious because you know what? Craig, it's not easy to pull off these types of um, dinners. They're truly not. And any more and more these days, people are wanting to do pop-up dinners. Yes. And and the reason being is is that not only can you, uh, Doug Ulan, wow, I wish I was there. Doug, wait until you see the food. Uh, Fixed menus, putting them together, having uh, having an event, uh, especially around Carboy. But you do a lot of events with Carboy as well. Absolutely. Bringing these events out or something else. Yes. Tonight's menu is off the hook. This week, tomorrow, um, Chef Kyle Menenhall. That'll be a good dinner. Oh, and
3: I saw the, some of the stuff that he was doing and had a big talk with him. And it's just amazing because... We are so fortunate in Colorado, and people like Rebecca and Scott, who you work with as well, Craig, these are seasoned pros that have really, they've got so much behind them. I mean, like, who would have known where Scott came from? (laughs) Absolutely. He's one of those unsung heroes that has made some of the best food in Denver for so long. Um, And so I'm just stoked because I'll tell you, all the chefs we have on this summer dinner series, I mean... We've got the highlight of Alex Seidel, who gets the most publicity. But all these other chefs are right up there with these guys. Well, yeah,
0: look at Corey over here. I mean, that looks
1: amazing right there. that? That's, that's a great first course. I kind of see him as a darling of the industry. And as we look at other folks around here, I mean, look at the dignitaries that we have here tonight. Tom Flanagan, what? He's in the yeah. house. And Pete Mearsman. Wow.
0: Pete Mearsman, 30 know, years. Old C- yeah.
3: C- he was the old president of CRA. Yeah, yeah.
1: Oh, yeah. We've got the new president of the CRA here. Yep, Sonia Riggs Sonia is right Riggs. there. Is that a coincidence? Did they know that they They were
0: did not to- know. They did not know. Uh, Tom Flanagan bought those three tickets and snuck him in here. And and then it's a coincidence that their tables are side by side, but they did not know. That's did not know. Uh,
1: we've got six generations of uh, farmers from Talbot Farms and Charles Talb- Talbot Man. here with us.
0: I've grown to, I just, uh, just in a short time, I've grown to really. Uh, I get to know uh, Charles Talbot, man, and, they, and, and walk their facility like you guys did uh, the following week, man. They're, that's a great family, and his dad is unbelievable.
3: Salt-of-the-earth kind of people, man. Oh, uh, yes, yes. I mean, yes. Just, this is, we need more people like that
0: Absolutely. who,
3: like, care about. You know, it was interesting because we haven't never met, and I've been in organic produce mm-hmm. for 25 years, but it was because I was so into just organic. Yes. When I met Charles this last week, It is amazing because, you know, one of the things that we always talk about is whether you're doing it right or wrong, it still takes a lot of work just to do it. And I never gave all of the credit that I should give to these conventional farmers that are like the Talbot family. Six generations doing it right,
1: you know, and doing it for many people that depend on them. Yeah. I mean, that's at that level. And again, with Petraco Farms as well, we've seen. Such great things out of them as well. Juan Padro's here with us tonight. and Truly a, a community event. It's, this is night one. Kind of, you know, you, you talk about ending the summer dinner series and going right into the fall dinner series. One month runway that we yes. did collectively. But it takes a team and it takes a community and it takes that full push. And I'll tell you what, your staff, what you guys do here, Logan Street, Carboy, Angelos, your group is top notch. I don't even know how you do it. Where you find these people is beyond me.
0: Yeah, just so lucky that, you know, just like you said, a community. Of, uh, I mean, you go back in, back in the day, maybe 15 years ago, Eric Hyatt at Angelo's was working with Jason Hayter. I mean, Jason, Jason worked uh, with Eric back in the day as well and uh, uh, down at the Chop House at one point, and And, and Sammy, wow. or Tommy Tsunami's, right? Tommy Tsunami's. Tsunamis. So, like, wow. We got a- Maggie, all, uh, Ellington. I mean, we, we probably have uh, uh, you know one third of all of our managers all work together somewhere else. Elways, like you said, and you got, small
1: world, Denver. You got the good ones, man. That's great. So, doing this type of community event, uh, w- you know, what's it mean to you? Because I think I think it was important to you, but I think it's also important to to recognize that you have two top-notch chefs within your group as well. Yes. We're going to have the opportunity Thursday, Friday, to really highlight those chefs. Talk a little bit about Chef Scott and Chef Rebecca. Man, Chef Scott, I
0: mean, he's amazing, man. Uh, He took a uh, scratch kitchen, you know, uh, working at Barolo, and also was a chef at Sushi Den and Izakaya. Been doing wine dinners, you know, at the California Cafe for a long time. He came in to uh, Angelo's and and added the homemade pastas and those those glazed ribs that fall right off the bone. We got the grilled oysters, the raw oysters. I mean, Angelo's on Sixth Avenue, that little three thousand square foot restaurant, you know, with with Scott's grilled oyster recipes, does over ten thousand oysters a week. Uh, Scott's a beast. He's probably the most amazing. underrated chef uh, in Colorado, considering that. He sells his wine dinners out in like 48 hours at, at Carboy Littleton, and uh, he's got a he's got a huge following. Very talented, and Chef Rebecca, everybody knows about her. She's been on Chopped. She's won Chopped. She's been on uh, an Iron Chef. She's been on the Food Network with Bobby Flay.
1: There we go, and Chef. Throw a headset on when you have a chance. When you have a chance, throw that headset on, yeah.
0: And then Chef Rebecca, the thing I gotta say, I've never seen anybody work as hard as her in in my life since last April of 2018. She takes off like two or three days a year, it seems like, and uh, she's just she's a beast. She's a hard worker, very talented. And if you if you look at the sidewalks in front of Logan Street, you see a lot of people out there enjoying her food. So we're, we're super lucky. It's nice. And then I gotta say this to cut you out because. Our winemaker is a foodie, and would go to Corey's restaurant. She's like, oh, we got to go to Izzakai Ronin and Chef, Ty's Hogg was a big fan right out of the gates. We would go out there and enjoy your food. And Thank you. This is awesome to be here with you.
1: Yeah. Well, Chef, if you don't mind, and Chef Corey Baker joins us right now on the stream, and this is your dinner, my friend. There's a camera right there. Would,
5: yeah.
1: I was going to ask Chef, Jay, maybe you could take this right here, put it right up on that shot. Show this food, and you describe this dish, would you, Chef?
2: So we have uh, heirloom tomatoes, uh, thinly sliced. We have a hot pickled cauliflower around it as well. A um, little goat cheese, uh, micro basil. And then in the middle is a golden chioga beet tempura with a trout roe from the uh, trout that I got in yesterday. I actually just cut this, cut it last Surprise. night. Surprise. Cured the <laughs> eggs last night. Got it ready. Yeah. A um, little olive oil drizzle, yuzu, and soy. Yeah, it's... Uh, a lot of stuff, but everything is pretty balanced together. So crunchy, hot, uh, creamy, sweet, all the things. So, yeah. And,
3: you know, let me jump into the farms because what a lot of people don't realize, you know, when I go and talk to kids at schools and ask them, where do you think your food comes from? They all say a truck or a box. Right. <laughs> and um, they don't realize on this plate right here, we have four farms <laughs> represented. We have the trout ranch. This is Rocky Mountain Fresh heirloom tomatoes they yeah. were on hit weren't they yeah I, mean, I
2: was i was gonna do the tomatoes tempura but they're so ripe and juicy i was like i can't fuck with it i'm sorry you're fine you're fine this. you're <laughs> fine <Joe. laughs> can't mess with that so you know <laughs> decided to do the the beets instead um because i like doing tempura uh, more root vegetables like um like uh, pumpkins you know and stuff like that to where it's you know squash type things uh beets are delicious I, I don't think people usually have had tempura beet before so it's it's definitely a little different, you
1: know. Am I approaching this in the correct? Minute? I just like to get oh, a little yeah. bit of everything. Oh yeah.
6: We're on well, the
3: cauliflower from Petraco. I mean, just all the way around. I love
2: this. Is uh, is it fun, Chef, being back there and being able mm. to cook with this local stuff? Oh yeah. You so, know, so I, that's that's a that's a I think that's a problem that most um, I would say uh, Japanese, uh, Korean restaurants. Um, in Denver is that they outsource all of their produce through usually California when there 's so much good produce here because everyone 's used to kind of the same stuff that they don 't you know they, they basically they get the bulk stuff from you know out of state instead of using local produce, which I think is a mistake because you know Colorado has some of the most amazing produce so yeah
7: what well, 's funny if, if you
1: 're just joining us on the stream right now, sorry Brian. no. Didn't mean to catch you up, Chef Corey Baker's dinner, and we appreciate you tuning in. I know you're probably getting hungry. We're eating all week long, mm-hmm. five days in a row, Logan Street for the Fall Dinner Series. Fall Dinner Series dot com. If you want to see the lineup, uh, that was the voice of Chef Corey Baker. Also, Craig Jones right here with us from Logan Street and Carboy, and Brian Freeman and myself as we're sampling this first dish. And catch up and. Jump. Up. I'm sorry, what were you going to jump into? I was going to oh, talk about I, the I was, second thing. It was
3: really, I was I was talking with Chef Kyle earlier today, tomorrow's chef, Kyle Mendenhall. Spent a bunch of time in Japan, and we were talking about when you're there versus here
8: because oh, yeah. of the <laughs> the things
3: that you get, they care so much, and they're willing to pay. He said, you know, I walked into a supermarket over there, and supermarkets are like, nightclubs or he was telling me that it's such a just a different vibe and that's where some of the best foods are is in the supermarkets but he was showing me that a picture of a wrapped russet potato well not a picture but he was talking about a wrapped russet potato that was 50 cents (laughs) each in japan whereas we want small russet potatoes cheap 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 and everything we want here is cheap where we don't put the energy into our food and it sounds like you know that better than anyone
2: yeah I I mean I've been to Japan a a handful of times and I could definitely tell you that everything is like on the extreme side of seasonal like seasonality Uh wise like all their vegetables like if you go to a restaurant they don't serve something that's not in season like they're not going to import an avocado for you they just won't do it unless Mm -hmm. you're at like a a Ritz Carlton or something like a fancy hotel anywhere in Japan like you go there it's what they have available at the farms in Japan, around that town, yeah, and gosh. that's kind of like you know, it feels nice to be eating that food, you know. So that's that's why I think it should be done more.
3: Hopefully, we're recreating that here tonight
1: yeah. with local food. Here's the um, about the time when the modern eater magic starts to happen, because the community's coming together. You're seeing the little stories on the television. Sun's going down, libation, the food. you got to get that first course. The hangry needs to go away, right? Get that first course in. Second course about to come out. People are taking pictures of their food. They're really enjoying it. Those libations just start to get the flowing and the food, and you start to get in the crease. You know that hospitality crease I'm talking about, Craig? Oh, absolutely. I was actually daydreaming, but, yeah, I know the hospitality (laughs) crease for sure. (laughs) And you look around and you look at the guests and you say, okay, what's next, what's next? What is next, Chef? What's course number two course number two
2: is going to be a chawan mushi so it's um it's kind of like an egg custard per se uh it, it's it's meant it's, <laughs> kind of like but not it's meant to be like a steamed egg dish um but the the way I like it is a little bit more soupy so it's almost like an egg soup instead of like a a thick custard i mean i checking to make sure that they're uh oh! Over solidifying <laughs> it, so <laughs> you better get
1: over there if you want uh, to jump good. back. <laughs> it's good.
2: It's good if it's a little bit soupy. Like if it's completely cooked, then you have just an egg custard. You know, oh. um, the there's a sweet spot. The part, like the the ingredients that we use in it is um, basically a, a kombu dashi. So seaweed, you're basically cooking down or making a making a dashi out of kombu and bonito. So uh, shaved bonito flakes. Um, we're adding a usukuchi soy, which is a light soy sauce, uh, mirin, which is a sweet sake, a little bit of salt, um, eggs, and that's pretty much it. You know, that's that's the, the base of it. Um, inside, most uh, Japanese traditionally use uh, more seafood, like scallops or eel or chicken um, with mushrooms. Today I did kind of a Colorado vegetable style, so I did russet potatoes and uh, pumpkin, which I, um, parboiled before and then put in there. Um, also I roasted some, uh, poblano chilies and then put a little bit of the Alamosa, uh, or sorry, not Alamosa, uh, a little bit of the, uh, trout from today. So, uh, the scraps of the trout, I also put in the chamamushi So it's in the first three courses, <laughs> there's a little bit of trout in all three courses.
1: Yeah. Nice. Trout um, coming from Kermit Cran's. Kermit Cran's trout. Yeah. Yeah. So watch Colorado. Yeah. And, um, um yeah. D- delicious stuff do you, do you need to jump back i was going to ask you one last question yeah, before go you ahead. jump back okay you're cooking in an alley tonight let's face yeah. it but we put a nice alley together for you don't you think yeah it's uh-huh. great um barring crazy, that you have light in the next half an hour which i'm hoping we get you so i don't want you cooking in the dark <laughs> but have you ever put cooked in uh, i'm sure you have in uh less than uh optimal conditions let's just say
2: oh yeah i've yeah, a <laughs> hand, <laughs> handful of times, yeah. You
1: were so patient today as we were assembling. It starts to get to be 3 o'clock, you know, Craig, and then 3.30. Yes. yes. And then the stove's time, and then, like, Corey's looking around, you know, being polite and nice, and then finally it got to the point where it was like, we need to get this kitchen going for you. <laughs> but you're just doing it on the fly, on the run. That's a, yeah. that's kitchen life, though, isn't it?
2: Yeah, that's that's usually how it goes.
1: Something's going to go out Something's going to go wrong Something's going to back up Someone's not going to show up The kitchen is never
2: Always always (laughs) something happens Never goes as planned,
1: right? But it, it keeps it
2: interesting, you know it's it's better than me just sitting on my thumbs all day long. So well, Absolutely.
3: what you did with this first corso, I just got to have one bite so yeah. I could be in this conversation. It is off the chart. You ate
1: it. Well, tell us, what, I mean, I could. Well, yeah. he was right. You're all over the. So you've got the crunchy. You've got the savory. You have got uh, the tomatoes are great. And tomatoes to me, it, I need a good tomato, and I can tell yeah. immediately if it's real milly or, yeah, I'll put it aside. These are great tomatoes, and are these from our Rocky? Yeah, Mount Rocky Fresh? Mount Fresh? Yeah, Rocky Mountain Fresh, Jeremy Marsh, can, up in Longmont. You can usually and, uh, always super, tell. I mean, I I, I didn't really want to touch them too much, but you know, it's just oh, they're so good. Who's yeah. the dream team you assembled over here today?
2: Oh wow, a lot of a lot of guys. Um, my wife Jana, she did the desserts for today. Um, she helped me put those together, and um, it it's a kind of a a little bit off of a dessert I used to do at one of my restaurants. Um, like a a tiramisu Mm -hmm. but instead of using uh, matcha in the mascarpone we use uh, brown butter so it's a brown butter uh tiramisu Um, and then I got some um chestnuts which are a kind of local kind of Japanese fall nut and dish they use with a lot of desserts so I got some nice chestnuts we roasted we're going to crumble over that um but yeah it should be a
1: Nice and uh, savory dish. So I'm yeah. truly impressed with you. Just a very talented, soft-spoken, classy guy. <laughs> uh, just keeping it together, yeah. man. I really appreciate that.
2: And then I got a couple other guys. They both worked at Sushi Den. One still does. Uh, Will. Um, and then uh, Hiro. Hiro worked there for a while, and now he's in Colorado Springs, moving, you know, back and forth.
1: But definitely uh, both very skilled um, chefs. So yeah. rock and roll. Second course, are you working on that now? Is that coming from inside or outside? Yep, here? we're just waiting for
2: it to steam up, so it should be any minute now. <laughs> Let me get on that. That's perfect. Nice. Thank Thanks, you Thank
1: you. To to you Chef Corey Baker. Thank coming you. up is uh, Family Jones and Nick Touch and Rob Masterson. These guys are going to be on a Zoom call. Actually, they're <laughs> right there. Craig, look behind you. Look at these guys. We got Nick Touch and Rob Masterson. Can they hear us? Can they hear us? Yeah, let's see if we can talk to them. Have them wave. <laughs> let's see if they can well i don't know if they know what direction we are but worry uh, if they can even see us
3: no i don't think so
1: hey guys if you can uh, hear us put your hands up because we're talking to you right now
3: nope i don't think they can hear us yet hey guys
1: oh well, we're over the pa right now they're coming up as long as as well as uh jake and Kristen from brews beers hazel dell we'll check in with the uh, jared And uh, Jared's going to talk about Hazel Dell Mushrooms. Big transition
3: this year for him.
1: Yeah, main course. We're going to feature Luke Larson. Centennial Cuts. Centennial Cuts. Cuts. We went down and visited. Did you see any of that video? I haven't gotten uh, to see that yet. Is it incredible? It's just a great operation. Talbot Farms and Charles is here with us. Charles Talbot. Craig, I don't think I've ever seen Craig eat. How's how's that dish, Craig? (laughs) Yes? Yes. Can, can you guys, yeah, can you we're guys not, hear us yet? You're, we're not over the house, are we? Well, we are. Why are we over the house? <laughs> All right, cool. We'll do it right here. All right, this is, hey guys, how was that, uh, that first course? Was that pretty good? <laughs> nice. Chef Cory Baker, they like the first course. Let's hear it for Chef Cory Baker. Come yes. on. Absolutely amazing. One of the things that we like to do is bring the community to you. So even though that they couldn't make it, anybody ever been to or had Family Jones? Family Jones. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Family Jones, you guys are on here with us. And Nick Touch and Rob Masterson join us. Where are you guys at? How are you guys? Are you sure you're ready for this? You can't really hear you. Oh, you can't really hear us. All right. Well, I won't say much. Then just tell us about Family Jones. You got us? Perfect,
9: perfect. Yeah, that's better. How y'all doing? Yeah. All right, right. let's hear hear for
1: these guys. Say hello to everybody. (laughs) We're up
7: in Aspen. Sorry we can't be with you. We're leaf peeping in Aspen. Sorry we can't be
1: with you. Wow, that sounds fun. Uh, Nick Touch, Rob Masterson, and uh, uh, truly, this is a treat to have Family Jones here with us tonight. Kind of here with us tonight via Zoom. Talk about the cocktails you laid down for us tonight,
9: guys. Do yeah, you- absolutely. So I can't take too much credit for one of these. One I can, which is the Rock and Rye, uh, our Automatic Jones Rock and Rye, which as the temperatures drop a little bit, get a little cooler down there, it should be perfect, kind of a segue into fall. So that's a rye whiskey cocktail that's been infused with baking spices like cinnamon, clove, nutmeg. Some dried fruits, some citrus oils, and a tiny bit of uh, raw sugar simple syrup in there. So uh, that's sort of like a false spice old fashion, And uh, that, that's, that's sort of my contribution as far as a cocktail, which Rob has scaled up. And uh, we actually sell that drink, bottle this Automatic Jones, if you guys can find that out there in the market. And then. Uh, Wait, Jason hold on, hold on. Let's see. Who's, who's, and- had,
1: who's had the rock and rye tonight? Anybody had one? <laughs> well, it's here by. Come on. Is it any good? All right. There you go. Rock and ride's going over well.
9: Continue on, sir. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Love it. That other cocktail sounds delicious. Uh, Jason Stabowski and his crew down there at Logan Street put it together. But another fall-inspired sort of uh, Collins-style cocktail. A little bit of sour with the lemon juice in there. Angus sort of bitter to balance that out. Um, It's an apple brandy liqueur called uh, apple corn that's in there as well. And then the base of that cocktail is our Annika Jones Vodka, which Rob can uh, tell you a little bit about. This is a a, a special product to him.
7: This is our grain-to-bottle single estate. So all the grains in this vodka come from one single farm in Berthead, Colorado called uh, Olander Farms. 60% meat. Say that again? Sorry. Oh, you got some (laughs)
3: cheers for the farm. (laughs) Oh, nice.
7: Uh, so it's 60% wheat, 40% corn, uh, the wheat in here is actually heirloom wheat coming from a uh, small island south of Sweden, grown by the Olanders, uh, the islands called Oland, in Colorado. My grandmother's from Sweden and this vodka has uh, been based off a Spanish style of vodka. So wheat, 40% corn, all grown here in Colorado, all made in house. So we're very proud of it, Annika Jones, go check it out, please.
1: Uh, you know what? Local community means a lot to you guys over there at the Family Jones. You also work with some great purveyors, the Whiskey Sisters you also work with, too.
9: Yeah, yeah Whiskey Sisters have been a part, partners with us since, uh, since the get-go, really. Yeah, Stephanie and Felicia, they, they have
7: farms out there in Burlington on the eastern plains, almost to Kansas. And uh, we've bought a lot of grain from them over the days.
3: Well, and guys, so many of the farms and what you use is all local because it's not only about the wheat. You work with the Jones down in the San Luis Valley as well. Tell us, and there's a few others that I'm not mentioning.
7: Yeah, we worked with four farmers to date. So two of those farms are within five miles of our production facility, which is up in Loveland. Uh, One's over in Johnstown. The other one's the Olander Farms, which we talked about. Uh, And then the third farm is uh, out the Whiskey Sisters and then finally, the Jones Family Farms, which has no relation to the family Jones. Uh, they're part of the Noble Grain Alliance, which is a nonprofit that was started by Chef Kelly Whitaker. Um, they're all about uh, heirloom grains and bringing back the seeds that were here when we first started settling in Colorado. Uh, and so, Jones Family Farm grew a bunch of uh, non GMO, organic heirloom rye and rye for us. And one of the best parts about that story is that. The Ryman rye in the San Luis Valley for hundreds of years has been used as a cover crop, and all they would do is mow it over. And so when we got connected to them, we said, we'll buy as much rye as you can plant. So this crop that they used to mow over in their potato fields as a rotational rotational thing, uh, now all of a sudden they can make money on, which is great for all of us. So really cool story there. I don't know. I mean, this is truly the modern
1: eater style. Doesn't that make you want to drink like three or four more cocktails immediately?
10: (laughs) Just (laughs) hearing
1: those stories. Uh, This is what it's all about. You guys are fantastic. Give that little 30-second elevator speech of how people can come join you at the Family Jones, if you would.
9: Yes. So while we have our production facility up in Loveland where we make the spirits that we send out to the world, we do have a beautiful uh, cocktail bar tasting restaurant connected to our smaller distillery in uh the north denver islands right so we're on 33rd and osage we're currently um open on thursday through saturday from 5 p.m to 11 p.m uh looking at probably expanding that soon we'll see how things go but you can join us there for incredible cocktails flights of our spirits we do sell special releases of um products that we've done one-off distillations of that aren't available out to, to the world so got a
7: sherry rested bourbon coming out next next month so come check out that
9: Yep, sherry-rested bourbon. We got an Earl Grey uh, Juniper Jones gin coming out with the guys at Tico. That's going to be really cool. So come see us. Have some food. Have some drinks. Check out the still upstairs. Thirty uh, 30 stage Family Jones. Next door to Root Down in the Highlands.
3: Right on, guys. Thank you so much, and thanks for sharing your spirits tonight with this whole group, and I know
1: people are going to find you. <laughs> you guys Cheers. rock. Thanks. thanks for taking the time out from Aspen, Colorado. There they are, Nick Touch and Rob Masterson. The Family Jones. That's awesome. Truly the cheers, modern. Y'all. Yeah, cheers to you. Thank have you fun so tonight. much.
9: Have Corey Baker, what up, buddy? Love you. <laughs> <laughs> he, he's, yeah. he,
1: right here, he, Corey, right here. Yeah, there you go. <laughs>
3: he's,
1: he says hello. And uh, that's a treat to have that happen. Corey, let's turn your microphone on, Chef. We have Chef's microphone. Hello. There he is. Right. Okay, second course, it wants you want it to be perfect, right? Yes.
2: So it's Within a couple minutes of coming out of the, the steamer right now, they, they don't have a steamer, so I'm using a, a pan with water in an oven. Yeah. And then a lid. So, mm-hmm. like it, it, on each cup. So, we're doing a chawamushi, which is a traditional Japanese egg custard, like a steam custard, but it should be a little soupy instead of like a firm custard. Um, you want it to have a little texture, but more like a soft tofu, not like a firm. You know omelet egg, you know. So yeah, that's we're on its way. Waiting on it, waiting on it. it. Just, it's got to be right. It's, it's got to right, so. be perfect. It's, almo- it it it's almost be. there.
1: Okay, so what we're gonna do is uh, another round of drinks, y'all. We can do that. Um, okay, uh, second course coming right up. We're gonna turn the music back up, and we've got some good fun stuff planned for you for the rest of this evening. So sit back, relax, and uh, have some more fun. The Modern Eater Fall Dinner Series continues. <laughs> Uh. all right now we can hear each other and welcome back here it is night one Fall Dinner Series last week, we were in full swing. Where were we last Monday? We are just getting started. Monday, we were
11: Frisco. Yeah, Frisco.
1: Breckenridge. 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 Frisco, Breckenridge. Devony, how are you?
11: So much fun. Good. Nice to see you guys. I miss you. I don't feel like it's reciprocal, but <laughs> we miss Oh, you.
1: what are you talking about? That's right. I'm being Come a little whiny. Well, you should be because uh, we I had miss a good my time. my Modern
11: Eater boys. We <laughs> had a good time.
1: We had a good week. time. Yeah. And you, uh, you bring the warmth always. Oh, See, I look around. Some people, they just don't prepare, right?
11: Oh, the warmth. I thought you meant like <laughs> my inner no. Right. warmth. Like, you're no, you so, You're that, so We warm. know that. One. That's, <laughs> that's a, <laughs> night one.
1: That's fall dinner horrible. series last week. We were in Whoa. full swing. Where were we last Monday? We're yeah. <laughs> just getting started. Monday, Frisco. Yeah, Frisco. Breckenridge. <laughs> oh Well, apparently,
3: so we're fun. on a little loop.
11: Nice to see you guys. <laughs> I miss you. I don't feel like it's reciprocal. Oh, what are you talking <laughs> about? The real <laughs> stuff's <laughs> at the table. <laughs> you yes. should be Did Jay know that's having a good
1: time? We had a good time. and you uh you bring Oh,
3: there's nothing like technology, right? I look around. They just
11: don't prepare. What's going on, Craig? Oh, the Warm. I thought you meant like my inner no, right. warmth. Like no, so, no, you're that, so warm. We know that. That <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> a... is night one. That's we're in the series
1: last week. We were in. week. Where were we last not month? Even we're we're not
11: even talking. Not talking. It's magic.
3: That was magic. We don't
11: know what's happening, but it's magic, and you know that. Magic. <laughs> you're very warm. I like it. Thank you. Okay. <laughs> exactly. Hi
1: there again. Oh, hi. We were talking about warmth
11: <laughs> um, and love. Oh, yeah. I, you were saying how warm I was, yeah. and I was like, wow, yeah, someone finally not noticed. <laughs> and then you meant just because I'm always wrapped in a blanket.
1: What was your highlight of the road trip?
11: Oh, gosh. I'm going to say El Moro was one of my highlights, was, right? Just because we all got to hang together. Breckenridge at uh, the Gold Pan, a uh, definite highlight. No, it was didn't. all a highlight for it me. Was,
1: it actually was a good one. It's a good trip.
11: I had so much did you fun. like? How did you like Telluride? Telluride's okay. Everything's a highlight, and Telluride was like a blown up highlight. It was so, it was my favorite. If right. I could just blink and live in a mountain town, it would be Telluride. It would be
1: that one. Did you see that house that was for sale?
11: That's the one I want.
1: I <laughs> wonder, wonder what that house needs. Yeah. I well, couldn't even imagine.
11: You know, you don't be poor in a mountain town easily. <laughs> not,
1: and not that one. Doesn't go over no. well. But food and beverage, uh, you took us to a couple of great spots, right? El Moro, we would have never really probably gone across.
3: And, and por- ramen
11: at El Moro, How crazy is that? Pork belly. <laughs> we
1: all
3: have ramen <laughs> and pork belly. Um, and it is it Italian? I mean, the name sort of goes to Italian, Mexican, something. I always
11: thought of it as Mexican.
3: Okay. Uh-huh. El Moro? Yeah.
11: Uh-huh. Oh,
3: so it's El Moro. Yeah. Yeah. Definitely Spanish. <laughs> don't know what
11: the Moro stands for,
3: and we but, even but they're going him, down I, with the ramen.
1: I feel terrible because we asked him
11: what's El Moro
1: mean and he told us and I didn't None listen. None of
11: us remember. I don't think I was there, so that's my <laughs> excuse. You probably uh, weren't there.
1: <laughs> yeah, where were you? You showed um, up late.
11: Oh, that's right. That's the one we were late for. But <laughs> we weren't really late. I don't think we knew we were supposed to be there, mm-hmm. but everything else was clockwork. Don't you think on the trip? I, I
1: think so. It worked out a lot better than I thought it would.
11: Are we actually talking to people out there?
1: We're talking to the stream. Oh, to okay. To the people out. Oh, to okay. the talking to in the people out areas. in the Netherlands. The
11: people, got it, got it, got it. Well, it's so cool to see all of your video of the farms and everything that you guys did. I've
1: was this just this last trip? Where were we? Oh,
3: yeah, that's there's on Well, but actually, that was our first trip there over the summer.
11: Oh, that okay. That was
3: not, but that you, was the you, summer. You yeah. got to meet.
11: No, and love and Brenda. Wasn't that and, food? Oh, my just, gosh.
3: Brenda and it, Brenda and Theo are just such good down to earth people. Their story that we got at dinner was oh. Wow, open up a chapter well, of, no as the kidding. world turns. It um. was one
11: of those honey I didn't mean to be that honest. So <laughs> sorry. Wish, I guess everyone can go back and look at it, but um, I owe her a mask holder so I'm making her one. Nice. How oh, are you really? Nice. That's so sweet. Oh, so warm. <laughs> They're so <laughs> warm and sweet.
1: So, did you guys get what you wanted to do? Because when we went out, we had a mission, and the mission was we're going to connect, and we're going to connect with some owner operators, restaurateurs, and just talk to them about community, talk to them about safety, and talk to them about what was the third
11: uh, support. How people support. can support, how the government can support, and you know, just basically, how can we make sure you're here same time next year? Restaurant. Well, what people. was the
1: support? What do they need?
11: Well, I would say everyone, you know, the mountain towns, interestingly enough, are going to suffer a little more, I think, when people can't, when they can't expand, use the expanded patios. Um, So I feel like people were doing okay right now because people are fleeing to the mountains and the fresh air and all of that kind of thing. So that was cool. Um, But certainly governmental support, expanded patios for throughout next summer mm-hmm. and things like that. So, you know, when the crisis is over, it's not going to be over for restaurants making up for the money that they've lost during the pandemic.
3: And, and I felt quite, quite a bit that it's also about educating the consumers. You know, one of the things that came out in that, in that trip, Dev, was the fact that we yeah. realized, or I realized, that these chefs and the restaurants have been keeping us safe all along. And we never think, we take for granted that that's really, you know, good food is up there. But safety is also up there for all these restaurateurs. And we don't, we take that for granted. And so now we're out and we're have this, you know, terrible disease going around. And we're afraid to go to these people, but we forget that these are the people that actually have always been protecting us. And if there's anyone out there that knows
1: how to protect us, it's them.
11: I believe that is 100% true. 100%. Yeah. 100%.
1: Look around. These are this is the time of night that I like. You get got to get a couple of courses in. You got to get a couple of cocktails. Are you doing wine tonight? Dave? I what started
11: with the rock and rye. You d, did d okay. Delicious. That's this one. Um, yep. Yeah, loved it. Look familiar? Don't forget to eat those cherries is it if gone? you don't.
1: Ooh, here we go.
11: Ooh, what do we got here?
1: Very hot. Think we could use that right now. <laughs>
11: <laughs> it's getting there.
1: Or are you warm your hands. Put your hands around that baby.
11: Believe it or not. Oh wow, that is hot. Yeah, as grab hell. yourself
1: one. <laughs> <laughs> Let's see what we got. Uh, put yeah. Is whenever it? you're set, put your headset Ooh, on, Chef. That.
11: Oh my word, Bird, that looks amazing.
1: Do we have spoons? What's in those settings mm. <laughs> in front of you? Gosh, <laughs>
11: it's finger food. I, yeah, <laughs> no, I know not. that those aren't spoons.
1: <laughs> There's got to be spoons in those settings.
11: Oh, sorry. Oh, no. Could we get some spoons?
1: Like four spoons? Thank you. Are there spoons in there, no. no, No. Dave did
11: bring us spoons at the table. Yeah. It's
1: what did he make here? Because he wanted it to be the perfect consistency.
11: Well, I bet it is. It's going to be like a well-set custard. <laughs> we'll see. I know it is.
1: You feel good about it?
11: If my middle name is Warmth, then (laughs) I know it
1: is. (laughs) We always have so much fun with you, Deb. I know.
11: It's just witty. Did you remember the slow-mo Telluride video I sent you? No response from either you or Jay. Are you sure you sent
3: it? You didn't send it to me. You would have got a response from me. Yeah, me too. Because
11: I was just so bored with you guys after that. I'm like, I am sending (laughs) hilarity. It was a slow-motion video. That I took in Telluride, and I wasn't paying a whole lot of attention, so it went a little twisty. So it just looks kind of like beautiful Telluride, but slow mo. But nice. slow and did it work? I thought I it was I gotta go back. Beautiful. On my, Thank right.
1: you so much. Here we go. We'll try this together. Well, Deb, you I might have to take hot. the mask
11: off. Oh. I feel like it needs to really be less hot. I
1: feel like it needs to be hot.
11: Well.
3: He said, "Remember, it's going to be like almost like a soup custard."
11: Okay, good cuz I was about to Yeah, so it's, get it shouldn't be completely coagulated. Yeah. Mm-hmm. No, it smells amazing. It's hard to
3: And it's got a little trout and I almost smelled like almost I thought a little different protein in there than trout, but it's trout, right?
11: Mhm. I think so. It smells You know what? I'm not taking a bite. You know why? Cuz I've been duped by this show before. With a close-up taken when I was taking a bite of food, and I won't have it again. So, lid on.
1: You feel I'll, like we're setting you up? You guys are. All right, get in close. I'm pretty Jeff's sure. going in for a bite. I
11: think Jay just, like, super zoomed in on me <laughs> when I was trying to eat a jalapeno popper, and I couldn't cut it in half with my teeth, so I just went like that, like a sushi. <laughs> yeah. And.
1: Did he publish the picture, though?
11: I don't. Well, it was, it was on video, too. I saw it. I think he zoomed in on the video. Anyhow, Jay's going to be fired, right? Mm-mm.
3: He's <laughs> got a mission. Gosh, is that just not? I mean, that just re- reminds you of some like Asian soup, doesn't? I mean, I'm going. I wanted Dev's take, but no.
11: oh, okay, all right.
3: Oh, you're back in. I'll forgive. Yeah, Jay, Jay, where are you?
11: He's he's left.
3: Can you taste the greens? <laughs> There's a certain green in there.
11: Okay, I see the green. It looks amazing. Mm, gosh. Oh yeah, get <laughs> Devany while she's eating. <laughs>
1: How did he know? He just nipped it out. And <laughs> I told you. Camera ready.
11: Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. It's delicious. So you managed to get
1: one little teeny baby t- potato out you of it. You know there. what? I don't need And then, commentary. oh, my God, it's delicious. I,
11: it is delicious, though. <laughs> you remember that, Jay. Remember the words that are flying out of my pie hole.
1: Did that just happen right now? <laughs> you have a good ability.
11: Yeah. No, I don't. <laughs> yes, it's Jay. She, she was making sure
3: that that picture will not go anywhere.
1: <laughs>
11: so she gave the that face.
1: <laughs> that's You know that's going up to the front care. page of our website.
11: You know what? <laughs> this is what modern eating looks like. Mm-hmm. Fun. <laughs> yeah, super fun. What? What is the green? There I, I see the trout, is jalapeno. The well, pe- those are peppers holly. from
3: yeah. Those are uh, poblano peppers. Actually, poblanos is the one he used we went on this far one and okay. for those.
11: All right.
1: All right. So you're just dying to get back to your table.
3: Oh, aren't
11: you? can you feel it? <laughs> yeah. Can you feel my warmth slipping <laughs> the away? Yeah, the, warm, like,
1: the warmth is gone.
11: Boy, these are long feeds between <laughs> sitting with my wine. That's the only problem. I just don't have my oh wine. Oh my
1: gosh, Dev.
11: Okay, I should. You guys aren't masking, so I'm being we're eating. I know.
1: We're eating and drinking, and where is your wine?
11: It's uh, at the table. Where I
1: almost feel like you should have it. I know their wine here is spectacular. I'm
3: drinking this 59er. Yeah, I love it. The, your, I mean, this is this is, is my go-to.
11: Oh, is that the Rock and Rye, or is that something else? No,
3: that. Well, he's drinking the Rock and Rye. I'm the 59er. Is their red wine? This okay. is the one that I love okay. so much. I've I've actually bought several bottles of it for my home.
1: Oh my it's god! Just so a, you
3: do I love can only it.
1: have one of these, Brian. Uh, yes. whiskey they they don't let me drink whiskey anymore,
11: oh, that sounds fun. <laughs> <laughs> well, now, I think we need to see it
1: it, it is no, you don't you oh,
3: don't. I could make some analogies that would make you understand why it's not the best <laughs> that, thing, right. but uh <laughs>
11: I to hear that.
1: <laughs> I think <laughs> soup was a good call
3: for this course. Yes. People it's perfect it. to yeah. get us warm, and then the peppers inside yes. of it actually perfect. keeps that warmth in you All for right. a second. I'm
11: going to take another bite. <laughs> there you it's go. Delicious. Where's
3: Jay?
7: Yeah, where's Jay? <laughs> oh.
11: Mm. I know. Where Jay's yonder way. Oh, yeah, because I'm eating. I'm only going to eat when Jay's away now. But.
1: All right. Let's see who's. All right. see if anybody's commented on. No, nope, Dev, you're good.
11: Nobody, nobody
1: thinks you're over the top. <laughs> Darn g- it. G- I'm g- sorry. G- give it a little while. <laughs> we even set the light up for that. Um, I almost feel like this light should be helping the chefs. Right?
3: <laughs> Look right. at the chefs. They're,
11: they're, they're like, in the what? dark.
1: Like trying to plate in the Where dark. Where to do Literally, the microgreens. Literally, we Would need to. Would it work if we moved that over there? We should probably. Because I think we have lights above us, right? I mean.
11: I think we all look great As long as we keep you close, your
3: bright personality keeps us glowing. Right, that inner
11: glowing warmth. I'll let it go, Greg, with the warmth stuff.
1: (laughs) Well, why? I don't know. This is uh, dinner number one of five, and I have a feeling um, you're not going to come to all five, but maybe again.
11: Not going to come to all fives. I'd love to come again. Is everything sold? Do you still have tickets left? You know what?
1: There's um, like smattering here and there. Okay. It's just Friday. There's two tickets, and then tomorrow there's four tickets. Well, and that's it. Mm.
11: It's if you're missing this, you're missing out on kind of a last hurrah. To
1: outdoor?
12: Yeah. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean,
11: hopefully, people. Well, no, I wasn't going to say the last hurrah for outdoor. That was me. I was just going to say the last hurrah for outdoor when the weather's like this. (laughs) Very different, Greg. <laughs> <laughs> well, these
3: five days are going to be the last five days that I'm going to be wearing these fall colors. That's for sure, because fall is going to be it's done. A very nice and mustard. And I you're going to go into your this. winter yeah. in my winter winter, winter whites yeah. and such. No, now never white. I, I did see someone here tonight with white pants, and as we know, there's She's something that around, yeah. there is something that happens at the end of summer, and it's it's a holiday. Yeah, Labor Day. Labor Day. And that's no the white. last day you're supposed to be wearing white. So they say.
11: That's a rule I yeah. feel like it's been thrown out. But some people watch you like a hawk. Yes. I feel like you yeah. would go now. to
1: Miami and say that. I would love to. <laughs> <laughs> See, right? I'll meet you there. <laughs> See what they say. Yeah. To you this?
11: <laughs> I'll meet you there.
1: Fall dinner series is really a celebration of our harvest, right? And it really we, is. And yeah. we went around and harvested Pueblo. The Pueblo chilies were in full effect. You
11: guys drive everywhere and do so much for these. <laughs> dinners and to meet everybody this is truly farm to table
1: well, it,
3: it,
11: oh
1: well, yeah, yeah like kia to table hands down it the, was best, in yeah. the back of jay's kia mm-hmm. to the chef jay was a rock star this weekend saturday was his birthday dev oh you know what he did just morning to dark past dark going out and grabbing ingredients for people oh, trying wow. to wrap up the last wow. few ingredients his whole birthday and he's happy to do it too.
11: Wow, um, he's a good egg for he sure. He really
1: egg. is. Can't can't give a Jay higher. I mean, look at him running around right now. He's
11: just being a Jaybird. <laughs>
1: he's just, Jaying around yep. everywhere. Pulling up his britches. I worry about him. You gotta <laughs> eat. You gotta eat something, Jay. <laughs> Your britches are falling down, Jay.
10: <laughs> uh, <laughs> and then
1: and then we have James and DJ. They're doing a great job too. The whole team, Davery. He's out running around being the mad scientist that he is. Right. Try, I think trying to get some soup for the team. Craig Jones inside there. He's trying. To, he is. Craig Jones is Mr. Hops, hospitality. Anytime you have something or need something, you remember when we were up in Breckenridge? you were like, uh, no propane for the heaters, Craig.
11: Uh, he sent people down to where? <laughs> Home Depot or something. No, but Home <laughs> Depot a, in like in another town. <laughs> that, that's
1: right. Uh, anytime you have a problem, you bring it to Craig Jones. He's a he's a problem solver. He's a right. Fixer. He is
11: Mr. Hospitality. That's true. And Jay, he's we're giving
1: good. you good props too, man. Your whole birthday. Put this headset on, Jay. Jay Parker, everybody needs more headset. Tell us the story. You do you know how to do that?
11: <laughs> Tell us about your birthday, Jay. Check
1: one, two. Tell, how's your mom, Jay? First of all,
11: uh, you know, did she, she wish you a happy
12: birthday? She did. She texted me. She, I was just
11: gonna say she texted you. She I'm texted sure.
12: me the day uh, the day before, and I don't know if that means she forgot the day or she's just trying she's to get. She's like a jump. getting it in just, in, just in case. She's just trying to get a jump on it. She's you know? like, I couldn't My wait.
11: My mom, you got here. she never
1: watches. Yeah, Jay, huh? fall dinner series. What about it? It wouldn't be happening right now without you, big boy better believe that <laughs> um, i'll tell you this much do you want me to tell you a quick story yeah. that, that you guys yes,
12: we, freeman already knows we it, love, you'll love this stories. so here's the i had a table over there i think uh, that they're in love they, anyway um so yesterday i'm scrambling for some ingredients for tonight you know it's it is what it is well, what were they this is, um cheese uh right ironically not cheap from fruition farms yes um, I, and, and it was the whole goat cheese thing where we thought, I thought Fruition Farms did goat cheese. Apparently they don't do goat cheese. So I'm thinking that I have to get goat cheese for Chef Corey Baker tonight turns out that's not the case but he but i thought it was right and so and And jay's gonna do what needs to be done and we and i and i I dragged my feet when it came to the the sourcing the fruition stuff i just that's just just the truth i i I missed it and anything else was it you so 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 i go well it was both of us but mainly me so i go uh okay listen you got to go get it you have to go (laughs) get it that's it and so i and i'm talking to myself and i go i have a kia You know, no problem.
11: (laughs) (laughs) Right? I have a a Kia. (laughs) Yeah,
12: I have a Kia. No problem. So I Google, you know, fruition. Where is it? I Google Kia. I I Google fruition. Find it. it, And nowadays, believe it or not, to me, Facebook pages are a lot more informational and easy to navigate than, like, the Google thing, and it pops up, and it gives you 12 other things. So anyway, so I go to the Fruition Farms Facebook page, and it says on there, open 6 a.m. to 6 p.m. This is like 4.30. Okay. And so I'm like, oh man! I Google how what a drive is. Drive's a little over an hour. I go, God, yeah. I could make Don't it there. Don't call. Don't call. Do
11: not call. There's no phone number. <laughs> and, of course not. Right now, yeah. I
12: noticed there was no phone number because, believe it or not, I'm smart enough to think about calling, and the, but then I'm dumb enough to drive out there without doing it. <laughs> <laughs> so figure that out, this right? Is love. So yes. Yeah, this is so, a love story. Yeah, so I go. Uh, so I go. Uh, okay. I go. Um, y- just get on the road. Do that. You need the cheese. You need it for today. Boom! I'm on the road, driving. I'm speeding, safely. Of course, speeding. <laughs> of course. Okay. And I'm and making phone calls. You know, I'm talking to Freeman. You know. Uh, uh, you know. It's uh, a uh, uh, short rib. Uh, uh, you know. Green beans. You know. And I'm trying to be proactive. I right. hear Greg. You know. Just just be proactive. Don't use <laughs> don't use this dead time for nothing. You know. Right. So anyway, yeah. I drive now. Then it takes this. I go like this. All of a sudden, I find myself on a dirt road, like. A dirt road. And so <laughs> I'm going like, well, I know it's Fruition Farms, and so it's, I know it's kind of farmland so yeah. maybe okay anyway I'll end the story. I get there. It's not like a store where you where it's open six to six and you walk in, you're like, ah I'll take two of these and it's two of these. Farm. It's just a farm <laughs> yeah. did I you should have
1: called Dev ahead of time. <laughs> did she I probably would have saved you two hours. Well of your I was life. angry at Brian because I told him where I was going and he he didn't know or he didn't
12: think but he didn't think three and three to,
11: together. together. He just didn't think to yeah. say
12: it, you know, or something Thanks. like that. And then I talked to uh I think Chef Corey Baker and I'm like I'm off, I'm on my way to get some things right now for tomorrow. He's like oh far out you know he just assumes me. I'm meeting Alex there or something. I don't know. Well, that's know. what we all
3: assumed. I think right. we all assumed that when yeah. you say you're going down there, I'm like, oh, you must be meeting somebody. <laughs> so, there's, so
12: there's that. So
1: did you get a tour? Did anybody greet no, you? No, man.
12: So you had there's to go some, milk goats and no, make cheese. there's like, no, there's like, it's like there's a house. Yeah. And, a phone, and I'm on the phone with, so then my navigation gives out, and I'm freaking out, Did you man. get some B-roll? Yesterday was, no, there was, trust me, there was no B-roll to get. I'm freaking out. <laughs> Chef, yeah. come over here. Delicious.
11: Delicious. <laughs> Wait. There, Jay, Jay. Did you
12: finish, finish the, story. the story? you got to finish
11: the No. Story. Chef. Finish
12: the story, that's he, the end of the story. I drove out there. That was the end of the story. Yeah, I drove out there for no reason. <laughs> <laughs> that was the story. That was you I the drove story. I drove out there for no reason. That's, you know, that's not good enough. No, that's a good. I drove out no, there for no reason at he all. he
1: was telling us the story about going that's to get cheese. From Fruition Farms. And oh, yeah. He thought great it was a storm. story. I
12: told, well, I told Corey <laughs> oh, yeah. the same story when I got back into town, and he was prepping at at a Broadway market.
2: Yeah, and you're texting me like you thought you were, you know, I was your girlfriend at some point. In oh, great story. and then
12: I accidentally <laughs> texted him something that was supposed to the,
2: to, to the to girl I'm dating.
12: <laughs> you know, and, yeah. but I texted it to Chef Oh, my Corey. God, what was it's it, okay. Corey? Was
2: it good, man? Huh? It, it wasn't a dick pic, but it was, it was, <laughs> you know, it was something around <laughs>
11: You know, I'm glad it was not said. that. Yeah, he's
12: like, you picking me up,
1: button mushrooms? What's what's uh, going
12: on here? You know.
11: That means the world to me. Oh, yeah. my
1: God. Oh, that was good. Oh, man. Okay, Chef. <laughs> How are you? Good. How was the talamushi? Uh, it was much needed. Delicious. Was delicious.
2: It's nice on a cool night, too. It was, it was nice perfect in the hands. Soup. Yeah. We're
1: sitting here talking, but trying to enjoy it at the same time, just laughing. and <laughs> It's good stuff. Third course is coming up. What do you have in store for us? Oh, we got the
2: trout. So we're doing a.
1: Oh, this is the one you Oh, yeah, uh-huh.
11: yeah. Okay. This is
2: the
1: one.
11: I love trout.
2: So I'm doing a uh, steam trout. So it's it's basically on a piece of parchment paper and sorry, my glasses. Fogging it's fogging. Up like yes, crazy. I get that. Uh, parchment paper and foil, and then I place a uh, piece of trout with the skin, um, skin side down, uh, and then I put a nice layer of uh, shiokoji and yuzu kosho. So two Japanese ingredients that are very, um, very strong by themselves, very interesting together. Um, but uh, I think it goes really well with without having to season the fish at all. You, so uh, I even heard you. No yeah. salt. So uh, shiokoji is uh, basically a, a, a salted rice mold. So you take rice and you... Put it at a low temperature for a while until mm-hmm. it gets uh, all the natural sugars coming out of it, and you get that that really kind of sweet uh, version of what rice you know rice extracts when you ferment it for a minute, and then added salt to that, so you get the salt and sweet. And then the yuzu kosho is a like a, a sancho or green pepper uh, and red pepper with yuzu paste, so super spicy, super citrus. And both those mixed together makes, like, a, a spicy salt bomb that is, is very unique. And it, it kind of rolls on your tongue. It doesn't, like, sit anywhere, which is really nice. Is that really umami? Nice. Oh
11: is that what that is? Uh,
2: umami is more kombu. So, like, okay. um, kombu is, I don't want to ruin it for everybody, but uh, kombu, like kelp, uh, when you do a dashi, that is a um, natural MSG. So when you it. put it in water or you put it in any sauce, you get that natural MSG flavor. Uh, that's where it comes from. That's why anybody that eats anything with kombu in it is like, why does it taste so good? It's seaweed. Right. Seaweed is that natural flavor that everybody loves.
1: So H- How far out on this one? Maybe we should, we need to. Couple it's a couple okay. minutes. A couple minutes. Okay. So can yeah. we grab you, bring you over to a stick, or you have your wired up there. Yeah. Dev, back to the table. All right. Yeah. Thank you. Thank the you so much, The warmth is guys. overwhelming. I Let's need do to it. S- Sit down. That's Devaney McNeil, Colorado Restaurant Association. Thank you, Devaney. (laughs) Thank you. Uh, Corey, we're going to get you on that uh, microphone there. I'm going to grab a stick mic, then we're going to talk to these folks right here. Sounds good. About what's going on, third course. We're going to go over the house.
2: How's it looking? Do you open one? Yep. I said way too loud. There's
9: tongs under there if you need them. Thank you.
1: Okay, okay, how are you guys doing? Thank you, thank you. Let's hear it. Okay, Chef Cory Baker. The third course is coming up. The sun's going down, and this is the fall dinner series. Who's taking lots of pictures? Anybody taking pictures? Good. Rich, you're taking pictures. Uh, the next courses that are coming up. Hey, wait, let
3: me ask. Who is sharing those pictures? Who has shared those pictures, Rich O'Brien? Okay, thank you there.
1: Hashtag fall dinner series. Hashtag fall dinner series. Chef Corey?
2: Hashtag where's my cocktail?
1: (laughs) Hashtag where's your cocktail? I forgot. Uh, One cocktail for the chef, please. Thank you. Okay, third course coming up. Let's talk about that course, chef.
2: Trout. Uh, We're doing a steamed trout in a foil wrap. So pretty much if you're going to go camping by yourself, sit on a river, you're going to wrap fish and foil and throw it on some fire. So that's pretty much what we just did. Um, There's a little bit of parchment paper under there. Um, The ingredients are not what you're going to take camping, but we have a shio koji, so rice mold, yuzu kosho, which is a uh, a sancho pepper yuzu paste. So you're going to get that citrus, salt, and the sweetness from the uh, fermented rice. Um, I also have a shishito pepper in there, you're going to get a lot of that flavor, uh, marinated shiitake mushrooms, and then a uh, pound of butter, no, no, only about like two ounces of butter in there, M- maybe a half ounce, no. Um, so yeah, it's super savory, but you, you're going to definitely get a little bit of spice, some citrus, and it's going to feel like you just... Uh, Hiked a 14er and are cooking some trout out of, the, out of the river there. So,
1: yeah. Now, cooked fish and butter, let's face it, I, uh, you, you don't usually work with that a lot. Of times. I don't
2: work with butter a lot, but after I told you I don't work with butter, I'm like, I'm going to work with butter. Let's see what happens. Yeah.
1: This dish is truly, I've watched you assemble this dish. This looks like this is a barn burger. This is a winner right here. All right. Are you ready for this, you guys? Let's do it. All right, this dish is coming out need anything at all. How's the staff right here at Logan Street? I'm sure fantastic. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes indeed. All right, we are on Facebook right now. You can tune in and watch that at your table if you're bored. <laughs> Hopefully you're talking to other people. We've got some great folks that we're going to bring up. Jay, who's next? Who is next that we want to bring up well, right here? We're
3: going to talk to Hazel Dell. We're going to bring up Hazel Dell and we're also going to be bringing up our friends. Let's do it right now. Yeah, from Brews Beers. So let's grab the Bruised Beers guys and gals first.
1: Come on up. Jake and Kristen, Bruised Beers. So these guys, this is a great Belgian style brewery. Anybody been to Brews Beers? They have two locations, one in Midtown and one on Colfax that just opened up. And uh, here they are, Jake and Kristen from Brews Beers. Come on up, y'all. Hey, what's happening, yeah, it- Kristen? Good to see you. I'm gonna hand you this microphone right here. Anyone you wanna take and just okay.
2: open up, you can do it. Yeah, no
3: problem. I gave it yeah. away, I gave it away here. Let me set this up. This is our great friends from Brews Beers. One of the head brewers, great friend, Charlie. Wish he could be here, but this is Jake. This is Jake. No, I'm coming back to Jake. Because Jake, I feel like, is Charlie's little protege of learning how to be the top Belgium beer maker in the country. Take it on, man.
8: What's up, party people? How are we all doing tonight? Woo! Yes! Woo! Excellent. We brought three beers with us tonight. Sure. We're Bruised Beers. We do uh, Belgian beers, probably the best in Denver, I like to say, but I don't know. Uh, we've been around for over four years now. we got two tap rooms, one at 67th and Pecos you know you in Northwest Denver. And then we Thank also you. have one at Colfax and York, downtown in Cap Hill, Congress Park area. Uh, tonight we brought a very light Belgian single. Uh, which is 3.8% in alcohol, so very crushable. Little lemon flavor in there. You can drink a whole bunch of them tonight, paste yourselves with the uh, liquor and the wine, you know. Uh, We brought a Belgian double, which has a lot of like caramel vanilla toffee flavor. It's eight and a half percent. Uh, And then we also brought a a Belgian barrique for desserts. So it's a 16% whiskey barrel aged black currant quadruple. Uh, It It drinks
6: like a wine. It's super, super crushable. We opened one the other day and- I'll take a free drink card too. Be careful. (laughs) Because for 16%, you can really put those back.
8: Yeah, we serve it still, so it's not carbonated. We serve it at room temperature, just like wine would be. Um, So you all have that to look forward to.
6: The single and the double were also from a limited four pack, or a four pack series that we did for Trappist beers. So definitely get those because they're yeah, a smaller yeah, batch.
8: We're in a bunch of stores around town. You can get a single, double, triple, quadruple, and one mixed four pack. Beautiful little box comes with a staker. It's a great introduction to Belgian beers and, and who we are and what we do for sure. Well,
3: and I, I feel so often people are sort of afraid of a Belgian beer because it's a big beer. It You've can, got a lot of flavor be in beer. your beers. Versus something that tastes watered down.
8: Yeah, totally. We never ferment our beer. We just naturally let it uh, clarify the way that beer should. Filter?
6: You mean?
8: Yeah, yeah. We never filter our beer. <laughs> yeah, we. It's uh, certainly
6: fermented. <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh,
8: filter. We never, never. That's that uh, rock and ride right there.
6: Oh. Heyo. <laughs>
8: uh, um, so we never filter our beer. We just let it naturally clarify. We also use a bunch of different yeast strains. Um, our beer is very yeast-forward flavored, which is uh, you know traditional for Belgian beer. We get our beer, uh, our alcohol content really high, uh, while maintaining a really good drinkability and a nice dry finish. So. Our beers can be pretty dangerous, but, you know, as long as you pay attention to what you're drinking, you'll, you'll be fine.
6: And there really is something for everybody. I was not the biggest Belgian beer fan, honestly, before I started working at Brews, and it opened up like a whole door for me because, you know, you think very yeast forward, but they're so drinkable and there's something for everybody. There's so many different styles. Like, they really do it very well.
3: Well, and I want to say, everyone, go check out one of the Brews Beers locations. The one at 67th is one I've been to many, many times over the summer. You guys do great outdoor concerts yep. before COVID and things yep. of like that. But thank you for being a huge supporter of the Modern Eater and coming out to these dinners. Yeah, yeah and come out and
6: see me at York and Colfax. We've got a tap room there as well.
8: Nice. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We just got our cabaret license down there, too, so we'll be hosting some live music events there as well. Uh, trying to be a little live music centric throughout the winter time bring some more people out and get get them uh, Entertained.
6: Yeah, both race. locations are open seven days two to nine. Excellent. Excellent. Thank Come you to So check go check out, out yeah. some brews beers. Yeah, cheers. Thanks. Guys. Excellent Thank you guys
3: So this next person I want to bring up is really near and dear to me. I've been working with hazel Dell mushrooms uh, since the beginning of my career in organic produce So I was in organic produce the moment they started growing mushrooms up near Fort Collins. I was a huge supporter of Jim Hammond and Hazel Dell. This is one of the best local sort of specialty in some respects because they're growing shiitakes. They're growing, um, do they do a little bit of the maitake? They used to. I don't know if you guys are still doing chicken of the woods, hen of the woods. Um,
13: That's one that we're still working on. So we have done a little bit, and we're just trying to figure out how to make it grow a little bit better so hopefully in this next year we'll be bringing the maitake back
3: but so like the cinnamon cap the royal mush the royal trumpet the oyster multiple different colors so i want to without ado jared right now dear friend jared and his significant just recently bought hazel dell jared has been working there for 12 years and let me turn this over to jared
13: yeah thank you um so hazel mushrooms is a family run mushroom farm up in fort collins we're right off i-25 at the windsor exit just about a half mile to the west and we do have a farm stand open from noon to four monday through friday right now and we're hoping to expand those hours soon Um, but we currently grow 10 different varieties of mushrooms and um We love doing what we do. Um, We're happy to be able to continue the legacy of the Hammond family and to continue to grow gourmet mushrooms, um, organic mushrooms for the front range. And um, we're really excited to be taking over the reins. We have a lot of new projects going on right now. We're about to be opening a new retail space and a new pack room there. Hopefully by the end of November where you'll be able to come up and you'll be able to see the mushrooms in a display case. Um, We'll have our brand new t-shirts and hopefully some other uh, hoodies and hats and things like that so you can go out in the Colorado community and showcase our um, local brand and um, we're just excited to be a a part of this event tonight and to have also been part of the summer dinner series so thank you for including us and yeah it's a fantastic dinner so
3: Jared thank you thank you I I appreciate it I'll let you get back so those awesome shiitake mushrooms you're eating right now he grew them (laughs) along with him and we'll turn the music up and enjoy your fifth, third course.
1: Okay, okay, okay. How was that fish course, you guys? Did you like that fish? Oh, yes. These guys, these chefs, first of all, these chefs are, it's dark back here. Do you see where, how they're working? Let's hear for the chefs working so hard. Yes, Chef Corey yes, yes, yes. They're doing such a great job. Here comes the main course. And uh, right now on Zoom, this is from Fowler, Colorado. We'll welcome him right now from Centennial Cuts, main course. He's the beef guy. His name's Luke Larson. Luke, how are you doing tonight?
10: Hey, I'm great. How are you guys doing? I wish I was there. We wish you were here, too. How are you guys doing? Woo! Thank you. Thank
1: They're, good. They're doing good, Luke. Um, you have such fantastic, we call it juicy good. beef and it is born, raised, and harvested right here in Colorado. Talk about centennial cuts for a second, Luke.
10: Yeah, uh, we're down in southeast Colorado. Fowler um, is the name of the town where our headquarters is at, which is uh, southeast of you guys, about 180 miles. We, uh, we run on about hundred thousand acres, a family ranch, uh, myself and two older brothers. And we're passionate about Colorado beef. There's so many great offerings of beef in the, in the state, and we're very proud to be, to be one of them. Uh, we focus on, on, like you say, juicy beef. We, we go for the extra marbling, the juicy flavor, and uh, we're very, very passionate about what we do. And I think you'll taste it in our beef.
1: All right, let's turn the chef up right now. They're working hard back there. Chef Corey, are you there? He's
7: here. He's
10: there.
1: Hey, Chef. Oh, sorry. stuck in my face. There we go. <laughs> How's it going? This, Yeah, it's doing well. So we've got the rancher here. How's the beef turning out for you, Chef?
2: Oh, the beef looks great. Nice short rib. Uh, a lot of vegetables. A couple fruits in there. No, one fruit. So we got a uh, king trumpet mushroom. Nice pears. Um, daikon radish. And then we have a green tea soba noodle on the base of it. All with the uh, sake braised liquid and nice sauce. It's a a little bit sweeter. I put prunes in there. I put a a little Worcestershire. A couple other secret ingredients that are super
1: tasty. I'm sure you'll taste along the way. Secret ingredients. Come on, chef. Um, It's always great to connect the rancher with the chef. But what do you look for? I mean, Juicy Beef is what he says. Is it living up to the name, Juicy Beef? Juicy Beef. Your, your mind's in chef mode I'm right sorry. now. I'm sorry. I'm just like staring, like, making sure people are okay right is now. Is everybody I okay? So chef can yeah, everybody, everybody's great, But don't chef. you
3: love, Greg, that quintessential chef, chef drink it, drink it. who's more oh, I'm concerned about what everybody more. else has got going on he than what where there? he is?
1: Luke Larson, yeah. we went and visited you sorry. a few days ago. We actually hand-picked up this delicious Colorado beef, the short ribs on point. Okay, Luke yeah. Larson, thanks for joining us tonight, all the way from Fowler, Colorado. I think I'm good.
8: Woo!
10: Thank thanks a bunch for having us. We appreciate it. Have a good night. That's Thank Luke Larson's
1: centennial cuts. I don't know, Brian, what do you think? Um, these folks That's are great. eating right now. Should we go around and interrupt them? Do that? <laughs> Let's go around and interrupt some people. See how, okay, okay. See how they're doing. We'll, go, we'll beeline straight to the CRA table no we have not how how's dinner Devaney
11: dinner is delicious
1: Dinner's delicious hey mm-hmm. Sonia what's the CRA working on no I'm just kidding I <laughs> totally just, you're you're having you are okay
4: well, well we're working on a lot more to come on that but but I really can I say a couple words real quick Greg um thanks uh I really appreciate everybody for coming out tonight, and, and a big thanks to the folks at The Modern Eater. We love working with you guys, and it was a lot of fun going on the road trip with you last week. Um, I, I was able to join it for part of it, but but um, Laura and Davany were able to be on it a little bit longer to celebrate really what restaurants are doing around the state you know they're working so hard right now and it's a it's a good reminder and what we're all enjoying tonight is how important restaurants are especially these local restaurants like like Logan Street here and Carboy next door um, on how much they contribute to our communities to our memorable life experiences whether it's a first date whether it's a celebration with friends and family for for some big occasion, um, whether it's a work meeting, there's so many great things that, or something like this, right, thanks Stephanie, that we can really enjoy amazing food with friends and and family um, and we don't want it to go away and they're really struggling right now. So so you ask what we're doing at the Colorado Restaurant Association is trying to help them survive. Um, And through the winter, I really just want to remind people, now that you've given me the stage, Greg. Uh, to please don't forget to support your local restaurants over the cold weather months. You can still have an amazing dining experience, and we're looking for creative ways with the state of Colorado, and we'll be making some announcements here shortly on how to continue that that, uh, dining experience throughout the the winter, Um, whether it's down here in Denver or whether it's up in the mountain towns. People are really trying to find some unique dining experiences that, that will encourage people to continue to eat out. And even if you don't feel comfortable, coming you know coming out to eat at a restaurant remember to to order in you, the, I, I know so many restaurants are thinking of creative ways to make it fun for families my family and i have ordered in many times and and the state health department actually says it can be a safer alternative for people that don't feel um, comfortable or at higher risk during covid to, to order in so thank you for this and we really appreciate what you're doing you're amazing oh my
1: god sonia riggs president thank CEO. You Colorado Restaurant Association. Mallory, Laura, what? Oh, I Molly, Molly. Molly sorry, Molly. Uh, Laura, let me call you a different name. Uh, Larry, Jim. No. Hey, Greg, that's my job, man. <laughs> I'm sorry. <That's> <laughs> that is the stress. Devaney. And Devonie, how are you? Okay, you guys. Really, we toured the state this last week. We had a great time together. But connecting with the restaurant tours, Laura, this was something. As we went out and we started to record some. It was a remarkable week. But the stories that we took back with us, I think there were some really cool uh, highlights. What was your highlight this past week?
14: Oh man, what was my highlight? I mean, was it the couple in Grand Junction telling (laughs) us that they met during having an affair? (laughs) Could have been that. (laughs) Um, No, that was, I mean, that was a fantastic dinner. I'm sorry to call them out because they they were lovely. (laughs) <laughs> no, people
3: can go back and watch that episode. I know, that, that but maybe episode they don't want us yeah. to
14: remind them. Love transcends, all. Love transcends all. That's absolutely true. And they did meet during um, Share Our Strength, which is an um, amazing initiative that restaurants do. So that's that's very cool. Um, we I think we heard we heard stories all over the state um, how people are faring during COVID. People, please, um, you know, chat with your local restaurants about what's going on. Everybody's having a different experience. Everybody's worried about the winter, so to Sonia's point. Um, so it was a great trip. I
1: can't. We're going to do more of that, but smiling ear to ear, I wish I could take my mask off. These ladies really made it worthwhile. Last week we connected with tours and we connected with agriculture, but it was a great week, and thank you guys for joining us for that. You. you guys are great. Uh, Colorado Restaurant Association, let's hear it for these ladies, please. <laughs> Having dinner over here, Juan Padro. I'm coming up on you, Juan Padro, Juan Padro, how are you? Good to see you, Juan Padro. Juan Padro right here, if you guys don't know, he is a very, what, are you in mid-bite? I'm sorry, sir. I'm walking around and interrupting people in the middle of dinner. Tonight, Cory Baker, this is a great chef, and you had a lot of good things to say about Cory Baker. Have him here tonight kicking off the fall dinner series, but I wanted to hear it from you. A couple words about Chef Cory Baker, if you would.
3: Uh, yeah, he's my favorite chef in the city. And Your favorite chef in the city?
8: My favorite
1: chef,
3: yes. Uh, I loved, I thought Sushi Ronin was, uh, when he was there, was, uh, was the best restaurant in the city, and... Uh, his beautiful wife has worked uh, for us for God seven or eight years, Jana. So, hi, Jana. Are you over there anywhere? Yeah. So, yeah. Um, you know, uh, he just—he's he's an incredible guy, and uh, he's a better person than he is a chef. And I just love to support him. So. Oh.
1: And that's big stuff, Juan Padro. If you haven't been to any one of your concepts, how many concepts do you have, Juan Padro? Concepts or restaurants?
3: Uh, I don't know the answer to that. Um, <laughs> uh, maybe, how many do I have, Laura? Help me with that. Five, tap, Ashkara, Bardo, Senor Bear, Marin,
12: five. Yeah, so five, six. Jabroni, six.
1: Totally an industry leader. Juan Padro here with us for dinner tonight. Thank you. And I'm telling you, I know it's Molly. I know it's not Mallory. I know that. I'm sorry. I, I heard you over here talking. Oh my God. No problem. All right, and we have other guys here. Charles Talbot, how are you, sir? This is sixth family or sixth generation family farmer right here, at Talbot Farms. <laughs> Woo! How's it going? What's happening with you? Just
5: coming out to enjoy some great food and some good company.
1: How are we doing so far?
5: Absolutely fantastic. I I, I need this trout recipe. This was the best trout I've ever had. <laughs>
1: So. You feel the same way about that trout oh, suite? Yes. Congratulations, Chef Corey. I want, I want, I
0: want to do Corey. that all night long. I want, I want more.
1: How about the main course? Best short ribs I've ever had in my life. Those are two great dishes right there. All right, young man, you come up here with us. We're going to talk this next course. we going to jump back on the stream. I'm glad you guys are enjoying yourself. This is the first night of the Fall Dinner Series. If you want to join us for any other night, falldinnerseries.com, you can check that out. But um, really, this means so much to us, our community, our farmers, our ranches, our agriculture, uh, all the way from Palisade, Colorado, Talbot Farms here with us in Charles Talbot. We're going to talk to him coming up next and then we'll have dessert. One thing that I really want to mention to you guys, we made, for, for example, tonight's ticket. We didn't add on gratuity. When we come around, there's gonna be a zero tab for you. Show the folks here at Logan Street your appreciation for the hard work that they're doing here tonight. That's what it's all about. It's very important. <laughs> Service industry, it's, it, it's amazing because they're here serving us and it's that sense of servitude. We have to show our appreciation, so when they come around tonight, show that the love, that special love, don't you think? Absolutely. Okay, let's keep it going. Bring that house up, the music up in the house, and we'll keep it going right here from Logan Street. Fall Dinner Series continues right here. Just give
2: me the nod, give me the wink, and then I'll start.
1: Okay. Give you the wink, and then you'll start. That sounds good. Is everybody taking pictures tonight? Let's all take a picture. And then we need to get a selfie. Okay, Kevin Galliba, can we get a everybody a little selfie time right now? Turn this around. All right, you're on Instagram Live. Who's got a photo? You've got a photo? We need a, we need a selfie. Where's Jay Parker? Oh, here we go. Where's the hardest working man in show business, Jay Parker? Here
3: we go. Jay Parker. Here we go. I got
1: you. All right, everybody, selfie time. Get in there. Do something interesting with your hands. Perfect. Nice. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. That was fairly disappointing. (laughs) Not just fully, but fairly. All right. How how was that main course? Was that good? All right. Let's divide the room. Who's savory and who is sweet? Who's sweet and who's savory? Who's savory? Ooh, save that's pretty big. Who's sweet? Give me that, give me that sweet? Oh, yeah, give you that mm-hmm. sweet. All right, main course is coming right up. Where's the chef at? The chefs have been killing it. Uh, we need to hear it for Chef Cory Baker. We yes. truly do. <laughs> I under what's up? He's in the kitchen. He's in the kitchen for a minute. Well, that's when you talk to his family. Is when he's away, you talk to the. To the baker family. Who's a baker? You're a baker. All right. Who wants to say something nice about your son? Mama. What's your name?
15: I'm Debbie. Mom.
1: Hi, Debbie. Hi. Are you enjoying the dinner tonight?
15: Oh, it's awesome. It's, it's always awesome, but you know what? Tonight, it's exceptionally wonderful, especially that beef.
1: Especially the beef. All right. Let's, uh, did you teach him how to cook?
15: Um, I, I tried, but he surpassed. He did. <laughs>
1: What's one recipe you know that he still makes? You're just like, that's mine, and I know it, and he's got it, but that's okay. But I taught him how to cook it.
15: Uh, Filipino food. And um, Bob, my husband, is Filipino and American, and he, his mom taught me how to make Filipino food. So I uh, showed Corey, too. So he, especially his, one of his desserts, babinka.
1: Okay, here we go. All right, so Filipino food. Dad, what's your name, Dad? Bob. Hey, Bob. Okay, so Chef Corey's killing it tonight, right? Uh, What stood out for you? What dish?
8: I don't know. I need seconds to tell you about that. I was like, can I have.
1: Seconds right here for Bob. That's right.
8: The beef. Because, yeah, being Filipino, also growing up in Kansas, I'm a beef person. So, beef is, it was hot tonight. It was awesome.
1: What's the signature dish that you taught your son and he walks away with and he cooks it?
8: Oh, I don't have a... I just eat everything. She's the cook. You name it, I'll eat
1: it. Oh, he did a great job tonight. I'll tell you what. Uh, Let's see, the whole family, I mean, the Baker family and Chef Corey Baker tonight. That's good stuff. A lot of fans... I call him, he's the industry darling. He's the industry sweetheart. I I have a feeling his best days are ahead of him. What do you think? That's
8: right. Exactly. I agree with you 100%.
1: You raised a good son. Oh, one more thing. It better be juicy. It better be, you're going to say something nice, aren't you? Say something embarrassing about your son.
15: Corey's wife, Jana, is one of the sweetest jewels there is, and she's helping him tonight, and she should get a lot of credit, too.
1: Wait, hold on, wait a minute. The mother-in-law loves the daughter? Oh my goodness, where is she at right? Right on the end there. Oh, hello, you're the sweetest thing. That's what I've heard. All in the family.
8: Yeah. Hello, hi.
1: She's like, please don't do that. There you are, Chef. Turn on Chef Cory Baker's microphone. Hello. Are you there? I'm here. How are you, Chef? Oh, fantastic. We're just getting the goodies on you. Your folks wouldn't even give us any secrets, man. No secrets? No secrets. I paid them off. All right. Say something about your folks there. Growing up, what kind of food did you eat?
2: Oh, uh, yeah, burgers and Filipino food. There you go. Burgers? You weren't ordering pizza?
1: Fish sticks and macaroni and cheese?
2: Oh, no, no. My mom was very experimental with food, so she she would make anything that she could... She could find interesting, so linguine with clams, or you know, random stuff that are oysters you, and sushi and this and that. Yeah.
1: When did you start getting into ingredients and sourcing and fine ingredients? Um,
2: when I was, I don't know. Did you
1: Did you know you had Talbot Farms here with you tonight? What's that? Charles Talbot. Yeah, just Talbot talk to Farm. him. Yeah, these guys what, are awesome. What do you think? We got dude? some of their
2: apples right now. that are Come on delicious. Here, man. I, was, uh, I was just eating some of these while I was making the sauce. So, yeah, they're delicious. Well, is, wait,
3: you were eating some when you were making them before, too, weren't you?
2: Yeah, both, both, both. Yeah, same time now and later. Yeah,
1: that's why they call it now and later. <laughs> we're going to play a tour of Talbot Farms. We were just there this last week audio didn't go well i think you figured that out you're like where's my video the video didn't work we're going to be back there for sure but we're going to play this b-roll but to connect with the chef and first of all a formal introduction sixth generation centennial farm right here in colorado palisade charles talbot talbot farms what is up let's hear for charles talbot yes You do a lot of stuff on that farm. We do a little of everything.
5: Thank you guys so much for coming out tonight. We're glad you guys get to uh, taste some of the fruit that we're growing over on the western slope and that we have been growing for the past 113 years.
3: It's just amazing. I mean, in the same family traditions, you were showing me inside of your general store, all of the building is all of the old barns, not only from your property, but from your neighbor's property. Yeah,
5: so we uh, built a tapper, well it was a farm market about about 2002 we built the farm market and then about two years ago we went in and remodeled it and made it a tap room and in the process uh, we put up a bunch of old wood from different farms around the valley that uh, uh, no longer really are packing facilities anymore. So there's three or four different barns in there that all the rustic wood used that are tied to palisade
3: and farming in the palisade area and so folks if you look on the tvs right now what we were talking about is all of this wood and all of the fixtures inside of their general store is all reclaimed wood from these barns on the western slope and it's just all about reuse recycle and give back to the land is what the talbots have been doing for 113 years
5: yeah even with our no uh, big
1: deal
3: Yeah,
5: no big deal. Well, we do the best we can, you know. We want people to uh, we want to educate people as best we can about farming and farming practices, and we want to feel good about what we do. So even our, uh, I I was showing them. You'll see later on in the tour when we are going through the cider mill. uh, When we press our apples, there's not a single apple in that. There's not a single part of that process that goes unused. Uh, Even the crushed apple pumice that has little to no juice left in it goes to local cattle cow farmers, and then also goes to put organic matter back into the soil.
1: It's so huge. It's the so, real stuff. Yeah. yeah, but to get them in the same room, right, from the farm to the chef, you guys are really, I mean, the in-between. So looking for products, um, sourcing, yeah, get out of the ingredients, in Colorado. Yes, ah. Well, no, I mean, what do you look for? So, Chef, you know, Colorado gets a wrap for a lot of things, but we're very seasonal, the things that we have here um to be able to work with the colorado farm and get these ingredients right there peach did peaches get wiped out this year
5: yeah uh, this was the first time since 1997 that we lost 80 percent of our crop um so we've counted our blessings you know farming's one of those things if we can survive another year we're happy to keep going and uh so for the first time in 20 years we lost some crops and uh Luckily, we found work for everybody this year. We uh, placed 42 guys on our H-2A program at another farm in uh, South Carolina, but it, it was a rough year. We ran with the skeleton crew. We're still picking uh, and doing what we can with the people that we got.
1: Brian grabbed some ingredients and brought them back to you. Yeah, I mean, that. yes, that's good stuff. Brian, you, you grabbed the ingredients, brought them back to Corey. Chef, good stuff tonight?
2: Very good stuff, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed, I enjoyed both the, the pears and the, the apples were definitely tasty. Like I, like I said, I was snacking on them, you know, raw while I was, you know, cutting them to prepare to cook as well. So.
3: Well, and doesn't it mean something different when you actually are able to make this connection? Like right here, I feel that the food Where he's of, eating it, yeah, yeah absolutely. it tastes so much better yeah. when you get to meet the farmer. When
2: you get to meet the well, chef. Well, cook for the farmer is like, yeah, that's a, that's a dream right there.
3: <laughs> I love it.
2: Well, everything
5: was absolutely fantastic. I'm Thank very you. excited to taste the last course we have here tonight. Appreciate it. And so yeah. with
3: that, what is the last course?
2: Uh, last course is a it's tiramisu. Gone. Who, yeah.
1: who has any left on their plate? A little bit. Did you eat it all? I hope. <laughs> you, you
2: so it's a, it's a tiramisu, but it's not layered. So basically we have a, uh, a vanilla sponge as the base. uh, We have a brown butter mascarpone, um, some uh, chestnuts, which are like a Japanese seasonal kind of like a fall dessert kind of nut. Um, And then we caramelized some uh, apples um, with a little star anise, brown sugar, um, some other fun flavors in there. And then I put a little uh, powdered matcha uh, on top as well to give you a little extra earthiness. So, you know, definitely a fall flavor
1: dessert there. Hey, I chef, did you hear Juan Padro call you the best chef in Colorado? Ah, huh.
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> that guy. That did I he now?
3: He, <laughs> he said when you were at Sushi Ramen, that, that was the best. That's yeah, like, that's oh, where that, he that fell he, in love he with has
2: it. he has an insane. You know, a list of chefs that work for him, so for him to say that like I don't Well, this is I'm what gonna you have say. to talk to him after, yeah, I don't you, know. that's, you that's, that's say,
1: Where's my restaurant then? <laughs> that's what you say. Uh, Juan, where's my restaurant? Where is it? Where is it? I have a feeling something good's gonna come up really soon. Oh uh, yeah? yeah? I, I mean I just have that feeling. <laughs> I don't know. Look at it, yep. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm about ready.
2: Let me, let me wait till, uh, yeah, February. I'll be ready in February. <laughs> I need to stretch the winter out, you know, hibernate for a minute, and then I'll be ready in February. Take, yeah. take the springtime.
1: Let's do it. Wait until the spring. You know? All right, get that ready and lock Thanks, my load. Mom. Okay, Carboy Winery and Logan Street, have you guys had a good time here tonight? <laughs> Who's coming up, Jay? Charlie. Huh? Charlie. Charlie. Charlie, Charlie, where's Charlie? Charlie, come here. All right, Carboy Winery, who had a glass of wine tonight? Multiple. Multiple glasses of wine. If you didn't, you're missing out. (laughs) I like the the way you hold that, MC. (laughs) It it comes naturally. He's going to sing us a song. (laughs) No, you're going to tell us about wine.
10: What do we want to know? Yeah, tell us
1: why the 59er is so
10: good. Oh, uh, well, the the Vin 59, it's all Colorado grapes. It's a Malbec leading blend. There's four other varietals in there. It's uh it's a kind of a Bordeaux style blend and you know, if you know your wine, like Bordeaux is one of the epi- it's one of the meccas of winemaking. Um, but it being a Colorado blend It's obviously not a Bordeaux, and we have just a dash of a very unique grape uh, called Petite Pearl in there, which makes it not fully compliant with all of that there, but the Vin 59 has been sitting in bottle for, I think, about a year and a half, two years now, uh, which has given it a lot of time to really just kind of settle, come in on itself, and it's really brought a lot of the flavors together, and I had the privilege of going to the the Justin Brunson dinner during the Summer Dinner Series. And it was one of the best red meat pairings I've ever had. It was, uh, it was, yeah, it was a great time. So I mean, that's that's just one of the reasons it's so good. Another reason it's so good is because we have an incredible winemaker uh, named Ty Zock that we uh, we poached out of uh, San Francisco four was it four or five years ago, Craig? Five years ago, and uh, he really knows what he's doing. And uh, but he's He's not too pretentious about it either. He likes to bring us along. People like me, he brings along too and ed- educates along the way. And uh, it's, it's really great to, to work with him and work with everybody here, so.
1: Tyzok, that's called job security, right there. <laughs> right that way. Carboy Winery and these guys here, Craig Jones. I mean, look, Mr. Hospitality is what I call him. Literally, if you've got a problem, he'll solve it just anything ask him any question whether it's your love life or you got a financial question something he'll answer your question for you and you can trust it I'll tell you what Carboy it's we are so lucky to have Carboy in Colorado doing connecting the dots local Talbots local all of the things that you guys do here at Logan Street all week long is fall dinner series. I'd encourage you if you don't have tickets for the rest of dinners. Well, they're sold out, so don't <laughs> don't even worry about doing that. Too late for the chefs. Let's hear Chef Corey Baker. Come on. Wait Woo! a minute. We have until nine o'clock to make noise. No, down. Keep it down. Yep. No, yeah. No, eight thirty. Yeah, eight thirty. Oh. <laughs>
3: Chef Corey Baker. Oh, four minutes. Let's hear it for Chef Corey Baker. You. Hey. The rest
1: of the chefs.
3: Let's hear it for the
1: rest of the chefs. <laughs> oh, that's kind of staff here for Logan Street.
10: <laughs> yeah. Yeah,
1: absolutely. You, let's hear it for you guys coming out on this fall chilly year. Yeah. And then last but not least, let's hear for the modern eater that's bringing this up. Oh, yeah, here. that's what's up. We can do that. All right, you guys, uh, all week long, we're going to bring it down. You don't need to go home, but you got to out of here. We lo- <laughs> you guys are amazing. How was dinner tonight, you guys? One of the best dinners I've had from Corey in a while. and That's because I haven't seen him in a while. Oh, come on. Everything the guy makes <laughs> is incredible, so thank you. All the purveyors, the ranchers, the farmers, the winemaker, the distiller, the brewer, Hazeldell, thank you guys so much, Craig Jones, the Talbot family, Juan Padro, the ladies from the CRA. Uh, we go on down the Brews Beers. Uh, we have family Jones, the Baker family. You guys are all amazing. Thank you for joining us for Jay Parker, my team, day free. Uh, We've got uh, James, we've got DJ, we've got the whole staff and crew, Mark Whistler, Kevin, but uh, Corey Baker, to start this series off one last time, Craig, it's okay. The neighbors will appreciate it. Let's hear it. Stand up for Chef Corey Baker. Let's give it to him. Come on. Let's show him that appreciation. This is not easy work. Let's hear it for this, gentleman. Thank you so much. Tomorrow night, Chef Kyle Mendenhall, for Corey Baker and all of us, we'll see you down the road. We'll kick that rock. The Modern Eater will continue. Thank you.